What up, world? Welcome back to another episode of the Amera Podcast. Episode 171, where we will be back to talk about another mass shooting. With me this evening of Wednesday, May 25th, 5.40 p.m., we've got the Denver Metro crew in the house, John Anderson. Hello, sir. Dare I ask how you are this evening? I'm pissed. How are you? I'm tired. Yeah, that's the correct two emotions to be feeling right now. Yeah, 100%. And also in the Denver metro area, John Kelly. Sir, yourself? Uh, Well, I'm happy to be back. Sorry I missed the last one, but uh, not happy to be back on this subject again after last week's discussion on the shooting in Buffalo and... We were trying to figure it out before this show how many times we've had to talk mass shootings and gun gun regulations and gun safety and on this podcast. And I say that we're we gotta be somewhere between probably a fifth and an eighth of all of our episodes have dealt with this, somewhere in that range. So yes, I wild. Mean, but here there, we are again. I, I believe I saw that there have been like over 200 mass shootings so far in this country this year, and there haven't been 200 days so far this year. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool if you're yeah. into death. <laughs> Record numbers. <laughs> yeah. Record numbers. And before we get into the school shooting that happened in Uvalde, Texas, I am your host, Blake Mannion. Tyler's not with us here today. He is traveling. He's doing, spying on the NRA. Yeah. <laughs> doing top secret guerrilla things. They're headquartered in St. Petersburg, but that's a different discussion. But uh, getting into it, if you have not heard, there was another shooting which we were concerned might have set off triggering events. And of course, another one did happen. Yep. The big one uh, in Uvalde, Texas, at an elementary school, an 18-year-old from the neighboring high school, walked into a class and killed 21 total, uh, 19 children and two years, unfortunately. So absolutely horrific. We are here to talk about guns and gun policy and all that exciting stuff that we love to talk about. <laughs> well, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say love, but, um, you yeah. know. Well, I tried to be sarcastic there, but you guys know how I am. I'm not good with sarcasm. <laughs> yeah. If you're not horrified and angry, you are broken. I mean, it's, I think, and I think we've talked about it before. It's it's tough to maintain a level of anger and connection to all these because they happen so often. But, try, yeah, and we have but to. we have to. Yeah, you have to maintain have a semblance to. of your humanity and the the real cost of life and cost of emotion that's happening every time. I mean, even between the the Buffalo shooting and, and what ha- unfolded yesterday in Uvalde, there was two more shootings, right? There was the one in Southern California at the Asian church. Um, and I mean, it's just, you can't let yourself become numb to it because there's a real fight that needs to happen to make sure that we're getting guns off the street and, and guns out of the hands of people who are dangerous and will use them for violent means. There are more guns in this country than there are people. Wild. And 
we uh, that is why we see such carnage. And it's not only mass shootings, it's murders, and it's also suicides. Americans have a significantly higher successful suicide rate compared to other countries because we have so many more guns. It's much easier to impulsively kill yourself with a gun than it is to impulsively kill yourself with drugs or by other means. And so Americans suffer an absolute horrendous amount of death unnecessarily because, well, because there is a very small minority in this country that has insane uh, feelings about this issue. And then a, 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 the NRA, which is a gun manufacturer lobby that has control over at least 50 senators and we're boned. Yep. And so uh, it is, um, and it's not like these things aren't popular. 93% of people in the country, 93% of people, you cannot uh, get 93% of Americans to agree that it's fucking too right. You can't get 93% of Americans to agree that strawberries are good and puppies are cute. Like you, it is impossible to get those numbers and 93% of Americans agree with background checks and yet we yeah. cannot get that passed. And, and, it's, and it's both uh, sides. It's both gun-owning homes and non-gun-owning homes. If you have 93% of people, it's yeah. everybody. <laughs> like you, you pick any group, Besides insane, insane gun owners, and they will belong to that group. Uh, 89% of Americans believe in restricting the purchase of guns by mentally ill people. 88% believe in a national gun sales ban for people who have convicted violent crimes. By the way, people who have convicted, who have committed violent crimes could still buy guns in this country. Yep. For those of you who might not know that, um, 82% of people are for barring gun purchases for people who are on the no-fly list. Oh, by the way, if you didn't know that, if you're on the no-fly list, you're welcome to purchase a weapon. Yep. What? What? Okay, so that all exists in this country, and yet we're unable to do it. And it is... I cannot fathom that. It it, it 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 just I I don't understand how we can watch children die and and not only do nothing about it but we have made it easier in this country. Gun laws have gotten more lax since Newtown and the Supreme Court is very likely going to be handing down a case this year that is going to make it a lot easier to get guns in this country. And so, you know, this is ultimately, and I, I wanted to make this point a little bit further in the podcast, but I can't get past it. This is a democracy problem. Ultimately, this is not a, a gun problem or a mental health problem or a, a problem with our culture or anything like that. Ultimately, it is a democracy problem because we have 93% of people who want to do something and we can't do it. And what the fuck yeah. is that? Yeah, it's a, it's, a it's a failure of our civic structure. It, it really, really, really is. I mean, up and down our society. Yeah, uh, every everywhere, everywhere, and everyone. You know, and the thing, and the reason that becomes a a national debate, right, is because there are important uh, tracking measures that are only done at the federal level for certain crimes and for certain tracking mechanisms for people. Right, the federal government's the only one that can really connect all law enforcement from around the country. 
right? If we're looking at people who are violent, people who are dangerous with weapons and probably should not have them in their hands, the federal government's really the only one who can compile all the information from law enforcement areas across the country, right? That's part of what law enforcement and the FBI does, and they do it well, right? When we're talking about national background checks, they do work, but it only reaches a small portion of the people that can actually buy weapons in an actual weapon shop, right? Private dealers can sell to whoever they want. Gun shops, I mean, gun, not gun shops, but at gun shows, people can sell whoever they want because they're private. Uh, and so there needs to be no background check, right? And what, what ends up being the discussion of why it's a civic problem is that in a lot of cases, you have people on the right and Republicans specifically saying there should not be larger governmental control in terms of forcing people. If states want to make different laws, that's fine, right? That's kind of the idea. And that's what's going to be challenged at the Supreme Court again, which is state rights to control gun laws versus whether the federal government has an overarching reach to control gun legislation. And what we end up seeing is that states can't do it on their own. And there isn't a mechanism for cross-state conversation, and there isn't a good enough mechanism for people who commit crimes in different states, right? What is that mechanism? It's the federal government, and it's the FBI, and it's federal databases of criminals. That's the best way to do it. And you need a strong federal program and strong regulation to be able to accomplish that. And and let's be clear about this. The 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 studies show that a background check is not a, a universal background check is not going to solve gun problems, no. and it probably isn't even going to really make much of a dent in it. Unfortunately, yeah. because of partly what Kelly's saying, which is uh, we need a national registry for crime, and and we don't we kind of have it, but it's in effect it doesn't work very well. So uh, it becomes a big problem. We do, however, have a really useful analogy for how to deal with this, which is motor vehicles. Uh, you have to have a license in order to drive. You have to have insurance in order to drive. You have to regularly get your license updated. Uh, you have to renew your your car registration every year. Uh, this is something Americans have no problem with uh, because we understand that cars can kill people. Right. And Except for so, the, the nut job sovereign citizens, but that that's a whole nother. Sure, but we don't need to <laughs> just kidding. We don't talk need to about them that. on this podcast. Uh, uh, and so um, a way to get a, a way to further this is a licensing system for weapons. You should have to be a licensed gun owner. And I, this is, we don't need to talk to you listeners about how guns are bad, because if you're listening to this, you probably agree, but it might be useful for you to hear some specifics on this and for you to talk to people in your life or your congressmen or your senators about how to handle this. A thing that would be incredibly helpful is a robust licensing system like we have for motor vehicles. Yep. So if I want to go out and buy a gun, I have to go, I have to take a class. Gun safety uh, class. I have to get- Huge. Uh, you Force have to everybody. take a hunter safety everybody class. Yep. You have to regularly get it um, registered. You have to renew it. Uh, you, it's done by experts. Um, this is something that would substantially help keep guns out of the wrong hands. Now people are going to say, oh, well, you're infringing on my rights or I don't want the government to have that information. Guess what? Do you drive a car? They do have that information. So... If we're willing to do that for a car, we should be more than happy to do that for a gun. Yeah. Uh, so that is that is one solution that we have to move to in this country. It's not uh, uh, we should do this. It is we have to do this. Yeah. This is not 
an option. Otherwise, we are going to continue to see the body rates pile up at faster rates of literal fourth graders. And that you cannot have a societies. That's not a society. Right. I agree. Like, I you, agree. You don't. And, and think and think about the, the second level to that, too. Right. That licensing system. Not only does it stop people who um, you probably shouldn't have weapons in the first place or will help slow the uh, speed of them getting it. But the, that's the other part is slowing the speed in general of everybody getting it right. It slows down the haste of which people can buy weapons. So that means that there's going to be a lot less people going out to buy weapons for vengeance killings, right? It's going to be a lot less people buying them and committing suicide quickly after getting them. Uh, so it, you have another level of kind of protection there where people have a longer wait time, right? And that, that was, that was even like, before, when we're talking about the 90s types of bills and like the Brady bills and stuff, there was the idea that waiting time should be mandatory for weapons. And right? 72% of Americans uh, agree with waiting times. This is, guess what? If you say, if you walk into a gun store and say, I need a gun right the fuck now, I can almost guarantee you it's not to go hunt elk. Right. <laughs> 100 I don't know, man. Sorry. I live, I live in the mountains. Like, it's like, <laughs> I'm really afraid of bears, and so I need a gun right now. Like, no, that does not happen ever. And so very likely, if you need a gun right away, it's because you want to go murder somebody or you want to commit suicide. And either way, we should be we should be making it much harder to do that. I wonder what the percentages of like carry concealed permit people who've committed mass shootings is to non-carry conceal because that's like the licensed version right like those well, people it, have to go through the training they got to get the, the permit not necessarily yeah, you can get state. a uh yeah you can do it in a little quiz online in some states like it oh really it, it's that easy yeah it's that easy that's why i said oh, okay. we need a robust licensing system um because some states do have some licensing but it's a joke yeah and and um, i i would honestly be surprised it really interested. I've never seen a study that tries to correlate that data. And that's another thing that's so fucked up is that uh, legislation, there is legislation that has been um, written by the NRA and passed by our Senate that restricts our ability to collect mm, information true. on guns. Why would you possibly do that if not to hide something? This is very analogous to cigarette companies Thank you, in the 70s. 100%. And we should be going after, we should be passing, another thing that would be really great is making gun manufacturers liable for gun deaths. Let's yeah. fucking go. And then we file a class action lawsuit and we put all of these motherfuckers out of business. Right. Which, which is why it's go. very unlikely that that will ever happen. But some of these other things are much more. We beat the cigarettes company or the cigarette companies. I mean, it, there is, there, and drunk driving is another uh, analogy. There is ways to do this, uh, but it will require a concerted effort from a significant yeah. amount of our population in order to do this. So, and it is a extraordinarily worthy cause. Yeah. I cannot think of a better cause than making sure that elementary school students feel like they're safe in their schools. <laughs> oh, I agree with you, bud. We also, we also need the continued demographic shift so it's not 50-50 senators. <laughs> It's another way, but uh, that's a little uh, later. Yes. Um, well, if you're looking for an interesting movie to watch, Thank You for Smoking always comes to mm -hmm. mind. Just so uh, to get a feel of how like the lobbying works, that shit, like what happens in the movie is totally real. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, that corruption has influenced our politics for decades. Yeah, the NRA has been the most powerful lobby in D.C. for decades. And it's a really, it's, it's, it's costing Americans lives literally every single day. This is a solvable problem that we are refusing to solve. And it is a stain on our society. Uh, it's, yeah. it's so not to just shit all over everything. Uh, <laughs> listeners, I'm doing this because it is important that we all stay emotional about this. We, yeah. we cannot. It's okay. it's okay. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to be sad. Right. It's, it's okay to feel despondent about it. I would even go... Don't, f- don't let yourself go numb. I would go further than that. I would say it's not okay not mm. to feel that way. Like, if you are not mm. feeling that way, there's a problem. You are numb or you're a sociopath. And either way, problems. So this is... We have to fix this as a country. This is not like a hurricane where we don't know how to fix it. And it's a natural force. It it this this results from decisions specifically made by our government. It's not like this happens in other countries either. There's no other one of the Onion. Every time this happens, puts out a headline that says, "How could this possibly be prevented?" Says country where this only happens. Right. And there's and there's no ad- adequate movement at all ever to try to address it. Yeah. Right. It's what it you know, it's it's not that's the onions. It's like you see it so many times. It's probably been shared on all of your feeds on whatever social media you're in. Right. Is that cycle of thoughts and prayers. We all debate how guns, how how this happens, why it happens. All we all get angry at each other and then we all get numb to it. And two weeks later, another mass shooting happens where it's in the news. Again. Yeah, we can't do that. We, we just we have to stop that cycle. We have to have to stop that cycle. And the way that that happens is individuals making individual decisions that it won't happen in their lives. Yeah. Have you guys heard this? Uh Latest data point, more children have died in school shootings this year than police officers. In yes, line yes. also, um, yeah. guns are the leading cause of death among children right now. Yeah, it's America. wild. It, I mean, it is, it's, it's to a point that it's, it, it, John, you said it perfectly. That You said it's a bloodstain, literally, on our society. Mm-hmm. And we, we have to look at, in the mirror and go, you know, all these other countries that have had banning gun programs, have had buyback programs, have made stricter and harsher gun laws and gun regulations. Guess what happens? That stuff goes down. Yeah. And it's proven that it goes down. There's no longer an, a valuable argument to say that, oh, it just, you know, America's different and it wouldn't work here if we didn't try to implement it. That's that is bullshit. And it is kicking the can down the road. And you're just as. Uh, in my opinion, liable for anything that happens if you make those types of arguments. Hell yeah, you because are. Because you're, you're, you are standing in the way and you're actively building road bumps and dams to, to stop people from getting anything done. And you can and also shameful. see uh, the gun deaths relative to the amount of guns among states, too. It's not only other countries, right? Like con- states in the United States who have stricter gun laws suffer less gun deaths. It's extremely simple. We try and make this art, this a complicated issue in the country. It's not. The the solutions- It's the guns. Will, it's the guns. It's the fucking guns. Like, it will be hard. It's going to be really 
arduous and difficult and exhausting, but the solutions are very much in front of us. And it is a failure to act. Again, this is not a fucking hurricane where we don't know what to do. We know what to do. We just are refusing to do it as a society. And it is, and like, I I also, I don't want to like, I think sometimes we kind of abstract it and we say, oh, society is having a problem. It is a failure of every, of us three and is a failure of every person listening to this podcast. We all need to take personal responsibility for this because it is the only way that this is going to get fixed because 93% of people want background checks and it's still not happening because 10% of people are fucking lunatics and the gun lobby. And so that 90% of people have to match that energy or this will never get fixed. And we're going to come on this podcast once a month or once every six weeks or whatever and talk about gun deaths and once every 10 years or earlier, sooner, more frequently, we're going to have elementary schools get shot up and literal classrooms of children murdered in the safest place that they're supposed to be at. And you cannot have a society under those conditions. That is not a society. I agree. I agree a hundred percent. So, um, I don't know. Do we have more to say? Uh, other than throwing out more statistics, which I don't know if anybody wants to hear. <laughs> Go to look, the, they're on there. It's the fucking guns. Like, don't tell, don't even get into discussions with people. It's the guns. If they want to throw some facts, it, it's the fucking guns. Just don't even have the fucking conversation. But everybody, we cannot get numb to this again. Everybody needs to stay on this. And if we don't, we're going to just be back here having the same goddamn conversation again. And so, it is a normal human reaction to be fucking mad about this and everybody should be fucking angry. And if you're not, you are broken. And it might be that the, your, the society you live in is broken. It definitely is the society is broken, but you need to reflect. And we all need to make sure that this shit starts to get fixed. We at least have to start moving towards solutions. So call your fucking congressman, call your senators, talk to your crazy uncle, post on social media, donate to Moms Demand Action or Every Town, do fucking something. But if you do not do something, you are responsible for the next mass shooting. Godspeed, everybody. Mm-hmm.